Welcome to the Betterish Podcast. I'm Angie. And I'm Malin. We can't guarantee this podcast will improve your life, but we hope it will at least make you laugh and think about being better-ish. Good morning, Angie. How are you? Good. Happy Monday. It feels good Happy to do this Monday. on a Monday again. Release it on a Monday. <laughs> I know. Look, at back to a schedule. <laughs> I know. We were late last week, but that's okay because it's our podcast and we do what we want. Yes, we do. How are you? I'm I'm fine, Malin. How are you? Um, I'm still allergied, but I feel better than I did last week. So I still sound stuffy, so pardon that. But, you know, got to live my life. <sighs> Sorry. If you guys hear shaking and rattling, it's my dog. I don't want to put him in his crate, but he's... Yeah, just sorry. Sorry. That's all right. If you hear weird sounds, Angie, it's my dog. do not apologize for your okay. dog. You were just fine. Not sorry. If you hear sounds, it's my dog, and I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but I am sorry about your allergies. Like, every That's time okay. I talk to you about this, I'm like, I can't imagine being sick so often, and there's not much you can do about it. It's miserable. Well, so I told everyone online, so I, I didn't know this was a thing, but I was going to see the allergist, and I called to set up an appointment. So everyone, I live in San Antonio, and there's, like, really bad cedar fever, and it happens for two months every year, and every year, everyone in San Antonio, like, dies from it. So I was scheduled to put with an allergist to start getting those shots, and when I called, they were like, you can't take um, antihistamines for five days because it will mess with the results. And I was like, I am dying right now. I can't go five days without my meds. And they were like, it will be worth it. Don't worry. So I went two days without them, and I that was not a way to live my life so i canceled the appointment i'll go next year before allergy season and i'm just taking all my drugs right now (laughs) oh i'm so sorry but also that kind of sounds like a tv show the allergist Uh, (laughs) you know what the intern the allergist (laughs) well you know it was actually really sketchy too so i scheduled the appointment on a when like on monday and i called to cancel it and i looked up their website and it popped up on google and it was closed Mm -hmm. like like every day said closed except for like Monday and you had to cancel within 24 hours. I'm like, well, they're not open. That is shady. Did I just set up an appointment with like an underground, like some sort of drug front laundering (laughs) allergist? Like, and so, and then randomly I got like a text from them to confirm the appointment and there was a phone number on there to call. So I called that. I I don't know who I talked to or what I did, but. So maybe we are onto something. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, that's my favorite pastime here in town is to find businesses that are fronts for like gangs. Because yeah. I just think that I know all of them. Conspiracy <laughs> theories are fun. It's a fun way to yes. live your life. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Anyways, what's new with you? Uh, well, I'm really excited. I was re- You told us in our last episode that we hit 11,000 downloads. And yes. I hadn't been tracking our metrics for a while. I mean, the holidays were crazy. And this is like, a ho- I do this because I'm like passionate and ho- like I th- I'm thinking about the content. So I, I don't often go look at the numbers. So that's amazing. But I think that's just like more evidence that when you are doing something that like you're, it's coming from your heart, it does flourish. You know what I mean? It's authentic. Yeah. Anyway, I'm proud. But I did check. So that led me to check our reviews. And we have a review that we want to share. And if this is you, you need to send us an email at um, betterish.podcast at gmail.com. And we're going to send you our Betterish swag because... We're back to rewarding our reviewers. So please go leave us a review in Apple Podcasts or iTunes. And we will continue to choose the ones that we love and send you better swag. So this is from Disappointed6. She said, as a mom with three kids, five years old and younger, I can highly relate to each episode. A friend of mine recommended this podcast after our constant back and forth texts about how hard motherhood is and how we wish we were, quote, better. 
This podcast will reassure you that losing your cool when your five-year-old comes downstairs butt naked when the bus will be here in five minutes (laughs) is completely normal. However, and this is the point, we can be better-ish with self-awareness. Keep the episodes coming, ladies. My friend and I will be listening. Thank you. Oh, that was really nice. Thank you. Just today. Oh my gosh. My kid, it was like time to go and we were a little bit late because he had like nothing on and he was busy building his Legos for show and tell. And I was like, that's not the priority, but so yes, <laughs> disappointed six, email us because you win today. <laughs> Woohoo. Yeah. And I hope that your kids were all dressed this morning. Her her review was a really good segue into this week's episode because we're talking about betterish goals, not New Year's resolutions because we don't believe in New Year's resolutions. <laughs> how to not set, how to not set goals in New Year's resolutions. Yeah. <laughs> how to just live your life. It was kind of funny, Angie, that you and I both, um, feel the same about this because I don't feel like a lot of people do I wonder why we both I don't know how we got talking about it but we both like aren't new year goal setters I think it's kind of why we both were really excited about the premise of this podcast because the whole idea is to like be self-aware like she said in her review and then to be better-ish but not not to just set goals because you feel you're you're identifying all these inadequacies in yourself like oh I'm overweight and oh I'm you know label all these bad things about yourself and then set unrealistic goals and then feel worse about you know it's coming from a place of you feel better ish when you're not screaming at your kids or you feel better ish when you've eaten good food you know it's not because you don't like yourself or you you know what I mean that's did you used to be a goal setter and did something change or yeah really it didn't take me in my well I was like a really overachieving kid like always getting good grades and I feel like that came natural to me because I was just it's what I had to do you have to go to school and so yeah. I was I just like was really studious but then I feel like in adulthood when I didn't really have that structure I felt like I had to create it for myself and I would set all these goals and I would hardly ever accomplish them so it didn't take me long to realize like unless it's something I don't know coming from the right place at the right time when I'm really passionate about something I'm probably not going to do it <laughs> so yeah, makes sense. yeah that's kind of the premise of our podcast today Malin said something really good about well, you used to tell it when you're about your conversation with Mike and how you guys feel about goals. Oh, yeah. So I think like I grew up in a super like religious background and at church we were very much pushed to like you always try to be better and set goals and attain these things and work towards this. And I was I always had that mindset, like kind of like you, like an overachiever, like person growing up and like always trying to do my best and setting these goals. And then like early on in our marriage, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was like around a year's time. And I was like, Mike, we need to set goals. And he was like, well, why? And I was like, so offended. Like, um, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> um, anyways, and he was telling me, he's like, well, I like, I, he's like, I like who I am. Like, I'm content with my life. Like this, like, I don't really have anything that I want to work towards or and not that he's saying that he's perfect or anything, but Mike is just like the chillest, like happiest, go easy guy. And at first, I was really shocked by that. And then over the past few years, I I felt that like, I'm actually really content with who I am. And of course, like I always need to try to do better ish, but I, I don't have this strong desire to set all these goals and change. And I think part of it too, is I'm learning to live my life for myself. I think a lot of people set goals because it's what other people expect of them. Like, your grandma will make a comment about your weight at Thanksgiving and then you're like, okay, New Year's, I'm going to lose 50 pounds or something. But like, that's not for you. If you didn't want to do that, that's because your grandma said something or, yeah, you know, like I just feel like a lot of goals are set for other people. And 
I don't live my life like that. Like, if I want to change something, I'll change it when I decide that I'm, like, ready to work towards that. But January 1st doesn't automatically mean I'm going to be a different person. And I don't want people telling me how to live my life. Bingo. I think you nailed it. And we talked about that in our Do All The Things episode. Like, Mm -hmm. January 1st doesn't mean you're all... I mean, it can spark introspection. It can. Some people do use it. I My birthday is usually when I become very introspective and kind of look at what I'm doing and where I'm going and what I want. And that's when I'm more likely to like set some goals. But just because it's like, Jan- okay, January 1st, get out a piece of paper, write something down. That doesn't mean you have any more motivation or direction or, you know, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't come with a date. So I that's why January 1st, I'm like, that's just another day on the calendar also. It's all about when inspiration strikes, when you realize, oh my gosh, I care so much about that. I want to do something about that. And then that's when you start setting, making that list and learning one thing at a time. You don't have to change who you are. And what you said, it was like the universe aligned. I opened my Instagram <laughs> and Beauty Redefined, which I've talked about in our body image um, episode, had this quote and I was like, oh my gosh, that's it. I think it takes so much self-work to like get to the point where you're like, yeah, I don't need to set goals. Like when you... You, you kind of critical think about everything. Like, why are we setting goals on January 1st? Why do we do this? You know, why? You ask why. So I love this quote they said. They said, you only have one body, and despite how well you live your life, it may never change. Can you afford to hate yourself the rest of your life? That quote is from Linda Bacon. Wow. On beauty. And I thought, not even just like, you only have one body, but you only have one mind. You only have one, what, like all these goals you set year after year after year. What if you don't change? What if reading yeah. never becomes, you know, a habitual hobby of yours? What if you never learn to master the guitar? What if you never, whatever? Can you afford to hate yourself the rest of your life if you never stick to your goals? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That was my dog huffing. <laughs> my other dog is normally quiet. Uh, I'm an animal person. It's, You're good. It's what it is. Don't apologize. You're fine. I just love that quote. I think it goes along with what Mike said. Like, I'm content with myself. I like myself. I have worked hard. And right now, I just, I don't need to set goals right now. Things are going really well. Yeah. I think that's, it's really important to get to that spot where you don't feel like this project that needs to be fixed and picked apart. Yeah, I feel too that like, I mean, ev- we're always evolving and changing and things that happen in like the news, like we'll see something like right now it's the Australian wildfires, which is mm-hmm. devastating. And so seeing all that and seeing everyone like pull together to help with that, I'm like, oh my gosh, like. I didn't realize I like super cared so much about koalas. Like all these things can, but I do. You know, all these things like spark all these different passions. And I don't know where it was, Angie. I don't know if you posted it or if it was a quote online I saw somewhere. But it was like we can't, um, we can't uh, provide help to everybody and everything. So we just need to pick like one or two things that we're super passionate about and help with that the way we can. And I, I think about that too with goals. Like people set, you know, like this year I want to do this, 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 and this. But it's kind of like business when, you, when you're starting out a business and you want to uh, achieve something. You focus on that one thing at a time. And once you master that, you can move on to the next thing. Exactly. Uh, you don't have to know everything right away and be a pro at everything right away. And I feel like that's with goals too. Set one goal, one like small thing that you want to do. And once you figure that out then add something else on top of that you don't have to go crazy and just like try to be a new person all the time 
What I love about what's happening right now, Malin, is that we mm-hmm. don't rehearse this and like everything you're saying is exactly what I've been thinking that I want to talk about. Like just pick one, that. start with one. We're just like, oh, the same Angie, wavelength. hold on. My kid's school is calling me. Can we hang up for just a second? <laughs> yeah, hold after on. that phone call. Okay, please. I'll just cut this out. Hold on. <laughs> is he okay? Oh gosh, sorry. Maverick that got hit. The- charm. That was impressive. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Never got hit in the face at recess. <laughs> so the nurse was just calling to just tell me that she gave him a nice pack and he has a little red spot and he's fine. Oh, uh, okay, so my husband just texted me and said, yeah. he's at work, right? He's a dentist. He can't just text me. And he just texted me, don't get gas at Speedway. And I literally got gas at Speedway like an hour ago. That's and all so he said? I was like, uh, I just did. How did you know that? What's going on? Yeah, that's all he said. And now he's not responding. So anyway, I will... Oh my gosh, I will check back in the front for a gang, Angie. He uncovered yep. it. <laughs> Great. Okay, I will check back in when I find out why I shouldn't have done that and what the consequences are. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So I had an idea in the car at Speedway, actually. I was sitting there getting gas an hour ago and I was like, what about people who legitimately are at that place where they want to make the resolutions? Oh, he texted back. Hold on. He said, look so at our neighborhood Facebook page. Okay, I'm going to look at our neighborhood. Please Facebook do. Page real quick. This is great. For, well, let's break the podcast to know what's happening. Yes, breaking news. Okay. There's a picture of a glass bottle. I don't quite see. Okay, so the bottle has contents and it's like separated liquid. And then there's a comment on my neighborhood page where somebody said it's phase separation when enough water contaminates the gasoline, causing the ethanol to attach itself to the water molecules, leaving two distinct layers in the storage tank, a gasoline only layer at the top and an ethanol and water cocktail along the bottom. Whoa. So apparently, okay. So that's what's happening. Well, yikes. It's watered down gas and it's breaking people's cars. Okay. So, gonna have to deal with that i'm sure i'm sure your gas is fine though i'm sure i think Shh. i went to the exxon not the speedway i need to check my receipt they're right down the road from each other <laughs> I, I avoid all gas stations in my town whenever possible that's so unfortunate there are three. <laughs> i love a good gas station run i know but my gas stations are obviously <laughs> subpar yeah all right let's go back let's okay. go back while, while i was at the gas station i was like well a lot of people set goals to get healthier because we live in the United States. We're not known for being in great shape here yeah. and we want to live long and be healthy, but it's also really hard. And I was like, I, I got my degree in this and I was a personal trait, an actual personal trainer and I struggle with it. And here's what I think happens. I get, this is what happens to me because I'm a very sedentary individual. <laughs> I don't <laughs> exercise a lot. It's because I get like really excited about it and I'll start like, a really intense program and I'll do it once and then I like can't walk the next day and I'm so sore and then yeah. all of a sudden I have this negative and painful association with exercise and after one like workout I don't see any results so I have zero motivation like it's just it's all about like psychology if you have a negative experience mm-hmm. a negative association you avoid that thing right yeah. and so if you do if you do you know a little bit of disc have a little bit of discomfort but you see results then you'll be more likely to like work out knowing there'll be discomfort but like you know that you're going to get healthier for it but until you see results you it needs to be simple and positive and I heard another quote I think it was on a podcast but they were quoting a book and it was like the key to consistency is simplicity and I was like that Mm, is so true so I I this is the first time anybody's heard of this because it was just in my head and I'm making it a thing right now and this is the betterish workout. 
And if anybody set a workout goal, I want you to adopt the betterish workout. And here's what it is. You do one. You do one push-up, one sit-up, <laughs> one squat. That. Because think about it. Even if you do one a day, at the end of the year, you will have done 365 push-ups. 365. And when you, like, start an intense program that's, like, 40 push-ups, but then the next day you're sore and then you quit, you will have yeah. only done 40 push-ups that year if you're like me and you quit, <laughs> which hey, a lot of people are. Right. So here's the betterish workout. What you're going to do... You could do it right now because you could do it in one minute. You could do it right when you wake up. Get on the ground and do one push-up. Just one. Then roll over and do one sit-up. And then hold a 10-second plank on your forearms. Do one jumping jack and then twerk. Because I think, I think the twerking is really important. I think dancing, it's why you have dance parties with your kids. Like, yeah. dancing is just fun. I don't really know how to dance, but, like, I can shake my butt. And then you ended your workout laughing you're not going to be sore the next day. You don't have a negative psychological association with working out. And it was really simple. So just like write that down. Do you have a dry erase marker? Listener, do you have a dry erase <laughs> marker? If you don't, text your husband or a friend right now and just text them dry erase marker. And then they'll be like, what? And you'll be like, I need a dry erase marker. And then either you'll remember to get one yourself or they'll bring you one. And then you can just like write it on your mirror in your bathroom. Betterish workout dash one. <laughs> just to remind yourself to do one. That's it. One. <laughs> Because you know what happens? You're going to want to do more than one. Dare I say you may want to do two push-ups. You might be like, that seemed like inadequate. And then guess what? If you do two push-ups, that's what's 365 times two, 700 <laughs> something push-ups you've done this year. It's easy. It takes like two minutes and it's better than yeah. nothing. There it is. There's the better workout so plan. so funny, Angie. I think that we should record an entire podcast of just like uplifting things for people to listen to while they're working out. Like, you've got this, Karen. You Jump can again, do it. Karen. Oh, you look fat. You are so strong. You carry <laughs> all your, your groceries shake. in one trip. Oh. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> we we're going to come out with a workout uh, podcast for you guys. A pep talk. It's a yeah. great idea. Okay, then I have Thank a betterish reading goal. A lot of people set yeah. goals. Like, I want to read for fun. Like, how do you get into reading? Where do I start? Harry Potter. It's just Harry Potter. All you have to do is read Harry Potter. Yeah, times a thousand. It's just I, fun. Yeah. It, will get, it will turn you into, like, a read for fun person. Don't even think about anything else. Pick up Harry Potter time. 1 and start reading it. That's what you're going to do this year, okay? You're going to read Harry Potter. I'm a huge reader. It like I, I'm not a huge like exerciser. I'm not really into, like I don't know, caring a lot about a lot of other things. <laughs> but like reading I can do, so it's baffling to me that there's people like don't like reading. You, I think, once shared on Instagram, I'm pretty sure I heard this from you, that the quote. they've done school, like academic studies that show Harry Potter... Kids who read Harry Potter, they test them like before and after. It moves them up in every subject, like tremendously really? points wise. Because it takes kids from learning to read, like to reading to learn. Like it, it totally turns them into like having to read to reading for fun. Because wow. the way she writes, it's just, it's magic. There's that quote that's like, no there's no such thing as a child who doesn't like to read. Um, only children who are reading the wrong books or true there's no such thing as yeah something i can't remember right now but man jk rowling what a gem i love her like she's a wizard i want to adopt her no really i, <laughs> I want to know. adopt her you know what i think about sometimes this is so silly no it's not silly because it's jk it's rowling not. and i love her okay sometimes same. i just like sit down and i'm like jk rowling is all those characters like she is harry and she is ron and hermione and she is Whoa. snape and dumbledore she is all of them that's her head isn't that cool I never thought about that. That's blowing my mind right now. I know. I think about it like once a month. I'm like, oh my gosh. I want to meet her and be lady? like, who, who is like in your head right now? I know. Neville? Are you? Neville? <laughs> is 
that you? <laughs> Professor Trelawney? I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And if you're an adult who's never loved reading, start with Harry Potter. Seriously. And yeah. then after that, you'll be like, oh my gosh, I just finished Harry Potter. What should I read next? And you're going to post that on Facebook and people will give you recommendations. And then you're going to keep going. And that's how you become a reader. Yeah. Easy. I the really better reading like- goal people it is that thing like if you don't like reading you're not reading the right books and i feel too i read this a while ago i think i've talked about this on the podcast before maybe if you're reading a book and you don't like it you can even be 100 pages in and if you're not super into it just get rid of it like take it back to the library don't read it you don't waste your time reading something that you don't enjoy and sometimes that's hard because inside of us is like that drive to like get to the end to finish something but it is liberating to be like 100 pages in and be like ah not my thing and then pick up somewhere else like that's powerful being able to like step away and i i do that all the time all the time i walk away from books because i'm like i'm not wasting my precious life moments on this yeah i have that problem i will finish a book no matter what i need to be better about that and a tv show i won't i'm good i'm better about turning tv shows off but not books bad about books um, okay, here I have a betterish career goal. I well, love this. I love all your betterish goals. <laughs> Thank you. This is They're great. all very tell simple. Me, tell me people, everything. We've talked about this. This kind of goes with our other podcast. Literally, set a five-minute timer and just do research. That's it. Get, yeah. Turn on your phone. Click on the clock. Set a timer for five minutes, and then go to Google. Don't open any other tabs. Go to Google and Google like how to start a podcast or qualifications for law school or how to write an essay, and then just start reading. And when the timer is done. You can get up and walk away, or if you feel like doing more, do more. But set it for five minutes. If there's not a timer, then you could either get bored and like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. And then you realize that's maybe not for you. <laughs> maybe that career is <laughs> not for you. Or you're going to be like, oh, I want to keep going. But keep it to five minutes until it becomes something that you do regularly and you want to do more of. Five minutes. Yeah. That's it. I also want to pl- put in a plug for Masterclass. I was telling Angie about this the other day. If yes. you guys haven't checked it out. Um, Mike bought me um, a master class a few years ago for Christmas. It was the Malcolm Gladwell one. Um, so I took that online. It's just like masterclass.com. But now we've signed up for like the yearly subscription. So you can just watch as many of them as you want. And they have everything that you would want to learn about. They have it on there from like celebrities um, and super famous people in their fields and successful writers and business people. Um, you can just take a master class and it's very affordable. And I learn so much like so much of what I do like as a writer I it's like because those famous authors taught me these like simple little tips to do and it's changed my life so if you're interested in something look on there and see if there's a famous person it's only $15 a month I think I think something like that yeah and yeah there's like Gordon Ramsay cooking there's Serena Williams tennis there's Christina Aguilera singing like Anna Wintour like business stuff like all the author like James Patterson is on there Judy Bloom. Steph Curry has a basketball masterclass. Any <laughs> hobby or business, then there's you can like search by subject and business or sports or anything. It's amazing. Yeah, fifteen dollars a month. That's a great resource for learning. Setting goals is all about that mindset. Like I enjoy learning. I enjoy reading, and it's not coming from a place of I hate myself and I need to be you know better and I have all these inequalities. It's like I legitimately enjoy. I do feel better when I'm learning just for the sake of learning, even if it doesn't lead to me like becoming a master chef or whatever. I just yeah. like that I'm learning new skills. And that's just part of my personality, I think. But I think it it comes with a mindset shift of not finding inadequacies, not not just like picking yourself apart and finding inadequacies. And that's why you need to set these goals to make yourself a better person. Like you're a great person. You're fantastic. You are amazing, betterish <laughs> listener. You don't have to change yes. anything about yourself. If you want to and it makes you feel better, oh, you should. I really hope you do. Okay. Angie, I love you. You're just, 
That's an example of the type of pep talks we have to offer. I know. (laughs) Seriously. Um, I think there's a huge gap in people's minds sometimes. Like, they get caught on social media comparing themselves and this life they want, but they're not willing to do the work for it. You know what I mean? Like, there's this whole life or set of skills or relationship they want, but they're not willing to do the work. It's not just going to happen for... Nothing's just going to happen for anyone, really. Yeah. You have to do the work to get those results. Those people that you're looking at, they did the work. That didn't just happen for them either. You got to do the work to get the results you want. But it has to be something you actually want for yourself. Like you said, you can't just be anyone. You have to want, like, it needs to be because you want to have a happier life. You want to be better. You feel good doing it. Anyway, that was a tangent, but. No, I like um, it. That (laughs) made me think too. I feel like a lot of times people, um, I mean, it's really easy to feel stuck. Like, I remember when we were in our old house and it's like we wanted a new house so bad but like there like we it wasn't time to move there were so many things in our life that like wouldn't allow us to move at that time there was literally nothing i could do until one day i was like wait i could start like decluttering my house like if i declutter when we do move it'll be easier at that time and then there's people who are like i can't travel i can never afford to travel and i read this article the other day about it and this girl was like no you can't afford to travel it's just you go to starbucks every day and spend five dollars on a drink if you didn't do that, you'd have money to set aside for traveling. So I think you do have to make sacrifices in your life. And when you don't feel like there's anything you can do to to change or move forward, look at something that's like kind of related. Like you can't maybe move right now, but maybe declutter your house. You can't travel, maybe eat cheaper meals and save yeah. up more money. You know, like there's little things you could do that are kind of related to your goals to set you up so that when it's time, you'll be able to just go forward more smoothly. Does that yeah. sound good? And I like your one thing, uh, goal-setting mindset, too, and the five-minute thing. Like, I think people who don't travel see people who travel and be like, oh, my gosh, that takes so much time and money, and oh, how do you travel? It's real. Like, once you set five minutes and, like, learn how to travel cheaply, read some blogs, and that's – we travel – I love to travel if you follow me. You're always gone. I'm always always gone gone. traveling. We travel super budget-friendly because we take our kids with us everywhere, too. And you actually introduced me to the Facebook group called Girls Love Travel, and I saw a mom on there – she said she homeschools her kids, but they never traveled. And she goes, and part of the reason I wanted to homeschool was because I wanted to help influence their mindset. And I wanted them to have a more global and just be really open-minded. And she said, so we decided we wanted to go to Africa for a month, but I'm a stay-at-home mom and I don't work. And I, I don't really, she didn't really mention her husband. Her husband didn't go with them, but I did go check her Facebook page and she's married. But anyway, she's like, so she donated plasma. They sold candy bars. They did all these things and they saved the money and they went to Africa for a month and they went on this safari and they went to school with some kids in one of the cities they were at and they had the most amazing time and I thought that is amazing you really can afford to travel if you do it right I mean I've never flown anything but like basic economy where they call you last to get on the plane and I don't really care about any of that I just want to get there we we stay in really cheap accommodations usually the tick airplane tickets are the most expensive part of traveling and that for us at least because then yeah we're all about just walking around and doing our thing and asking people where we should go and it's usually really affordable once you get there so anyway spend five minutes and research how to travel cheaply how can i travel on a fixed income i mean all these things you can do all these things but you got to set that five minute goal and start with researching one thing if it's finances in the way how to travel on a budget if it's time you know, how to find time to travel. I don't know. You just got to do it. You got to start with the research. Instead of just wishing you had that life, you got to do it. Put in the time. Yeah. Put in the time. I also had a betterish quality time goal because a lot of people are like, oh, I just want to put my phone down and spend more time with my family. 
And it's also set a five minute timer um, to read or dance with your kid because I feel like those are two things that are always positive. My kids always are like, they always want to read with me. And dancing just like gets your endorphins flowing. It always creates like good associations, right? Those neural connections being formed in your brain are positive, right? It's just like that positive psychology behind it. So anyway, set a five minute timer and dance with your kid. That's it, five minutes. And your kids will like remember that forever and it will be special to them. They'll look back and be like, oh, my mom always did. We always had dance parties. They don't need to know it was a goal. Set five minutes and dance. Look on YouTube. I feel like it was really hard for me. I remember when I, before I even had kids, I was watching a TV show this one time. It was like a reality show. And I remember this mom was like, I try to spend 15 minutes every day with my kids. And the other mom was like, 15 minutes? Are you joking me? Like, you're terrible. And I always thought that was like so bad. Like, who only spends 15 minutes a day with their kids? And now I'm like a mom of three and super busy. And I'm like, it's hard to carve out that one-on-one time. And I like, yeah, just spending that five minutes like, hey, come sit on the couch with me and like, tell me about your day really quick. That means so much to them. Just if you could just carve out those few minutes, five, 10, 15 minutes of one-on-one time with each kid, like. And you don't have to set a timer so they don't hear like, ding, 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 time's up, kid. Get out of here, you know. (laughs) Point with over, kid. (laughs) Just like look at the clock and notice the time and just, and then call your kid over and be like, hey, come here, I want to talk to you. And then just sit down and talk and just naturally, maybe the conversation will go longer, but just notice the clock. If you do have a set, you know, if that makes you feel guilty, then don't do it at all. And then how will that make you feel? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I have a good mom hack too, actually, about this. So sometimes we have kids who talk nonstop, you know, and it's, it's just like noise sometimes and you're like, oh my gosh, like, uh, so I found this article the other day that was like how to engage with your kids more about like things that they're learning about at school. And one of the things was if they're reading a book, like all these questions you can ask them like, oh, if you were in that book, what would you want to change or what character would you want to be? And when I'm making dinner, Briley just, like, loves to talk to me. Like, she doesn't – I don't think she breathes. Like, she just talks for, like, (laughs) an hour straight. But when I, like, answer those little questions in, it, like, focuses her. And it, like, makes it so that, like, I can stir pasta and be like, oh, yeah. So one time I read a book and it was about this character. And which character would you want to be? And I I feel like it just focuses our conversation. And so it's more meaningful time than me just being like, okay, uh uh-huh. Okay, yeah, go get your, like, backpack. Like, you know, yeah, I feel like if you that. think of questions you can ask their kids about, like instead of just saying like, how's school today? Like I always ask my kids, what's something that you learned today? And if they're like nothing, I'm like, you didn't learn anything at school today. Like, what did you do in math? And then they'll be like, oh, actually we did this. And they'll like draw it out and show me. And I'm like, see, look, you did learn something. And thanks for teaching me that weird new math thing that I didn't know when I went to school. Like, <laughs> so yeah, ask specific questions. Yeah. Oh, Chick-fil-A in their Happy Meals, in their kids' meals, were giving away these little, they were called table topics. It's like this little box of cards that are just like interesting topics. Yeah. It was like, if you could show anyone around your hometown, what would you show them? It was just like really, it made me think like, oh, that's a really good question. But you could Google that, like table topics for kids. Yeah. I just really liked the question. You get to know your kid. I That's not something I've ever asked my kids, but it'd be cool. Those are really cool questions. So anyway, yeah. I like that. Quality time, five minutes. Don't set a timer so you don't hurt your kid's feelings. But... <laughs> Notice the clock, put on a song, or start asking deliberate questions, and that will help you bond with your child. The only other goal, betterish goal, goal I um, had, these are all goals that like I set for myself. That's why yeah. everything I talk about is coming from a place of ways I want to be better. I'm not a consistent home cooker. I am like the queen of eating out, but I... I know that childhood is so important and not only just like being there for my kids, but also helping them be healthy. And so, and I'm not just, I'm just not good at it. Like I throw them a bag of baby carrots, but I just don't cook a lot. And I know just cooking, even if it's not necessarily like healthy, I don't know, just 
I know cooking at home is better than eating out, mm-hmm. but I just don't know even, I just feel like it's option paralysis. I go on Pinterest and I'm like, I have no idea what to cook. Mm-hmm. I cook like the same two things. So my neighbor and I, hello, uh, most people at this point are like, you need to try hello fresh or whatever. And I'm like, those are freaking expensive. Like yeah. I might as well put in the time to make a list of recipes and do it myself, but I'm obviously not willing to do that. So <laughs> they've made something for people like me too lazy not too too lazy slash busy slash don't care enough to like weekly meal plan and buy your ingredients but also too cheap to subscribe to a meal <laughs> service plan it's called e-meals m-e-a-l-s e-meals it's an app my next door neighbor told me about it it is so cool so it's an app and you pay like I'm doing the 14-day trial right now, but then it's like $60 a year, and it's like the concept of HelloFresh. Like, they have all these meals you can choose from, but instead of sending them to your door, they add them to your Walmart grocery pickup. Like, it syncs to your app. If you have the... Everyone does Walmart grocery pickup, right? And you're going to do that anyway. Even the people who do HelloFresh still get other things from Walmart grocery pickup. So, I'm like, we're just cutting out the middleman, really. So, you pick your meals from emails, and then they add the ingredients to your Walmart cart and you can go in and like change or tweak or get the store brand if you're like me and then you pick up the ingredients when you pick up your you know your applesauce and your goldfish and your soda and all the other stuff you're gonna get and then the the recipes are right there on the app too and we made maple glazed pork chops tonight we're making this like beefy vegetable skillet and my daughter loved the pork chop and the pork chops are something I would have never made on my own but anyway I like that it's affordable I'm already going to Walmart grocery pickup so they're already there you get a 14-day trial but I think I'm gonna stick with it because we've only done it one time we've only done one (laughs) meal tonight's our second meal and I'm already like wow this makes it so easy I don't have to think you know, all I had to do was choose yeah. from the app. Anyway, emails, guys. If your goal is to cook more home-cooked meals, but you're too cheap for HelloFresh, but don't really have the time slash energy slash motivation to meal plan yourself, try emails. Wish I had a coupon code. This is not sponsored. I just <laughs> am really excited. I think it's such a good idea. Those are our betterish goal suggestions. How to not set goals, but be betterish. I, I loved your betterish goal suggestions, Angie. You like you Thank have a you. really good way of just making people feel like they can do anything. Like when I talk to you, I'm like, I can, I can be so capable. I am Angie. You give me like power. Thank you. Thank, well, thank you, Melin. And I'm really excited to start the um, Simone Biles gymnastics masterclass with you. Oh my gosh, I giggled last night. I was telling my girls about that, and I was like, I can't tell them because that they're gonna be like. <laughs> You need to tell them they're going to hold you accountable. I know. I know. They're going to go to school back. My mom's learning gymnastics from Simone Biles. (laughs) And that's what we need. I really think I'm going to. I'll check it out. I'll check it out too. Lynn, we could do this. I'll check it out. All right. Well, everyone, I hope that your 2020 is off to a great start. I hope you are happy with yourself and you realize you don't have to change who you are. But if you feel better learning new things, then I hope you set reasonable and simple goals so they can be consistent and that, yeah, you accomplish all you want and more.